392. We're almost at 400. I'm excited. You're excited, aren't you, Rich? 400, the big one. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of a shame in a way that we won't reach 400 before the end of the year. Would have been a sort of good send off. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, we'll not, just reach not a send off. <laughs> I've made it sound like yeah. that's the end. We we'll get to 400, <laughs> yeah. then we're done. The 400 pods, the 400 mm. shows, and it's done. Yeah. Uh, Is that yeah. Truffaut? It's Truffaut in it. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. Mundo. Um, yeah, video game and podcast, of course. For anyone tuning in, uh, unaware of what it's the 392 of. It's the Video Gamer Podcast. I'm Josh Wise. I'm joined by Rich Walker, a.k.a. Hello. Richmond. Hello. 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 That's that's a name you've applied. Yeah, I've applied it. It's stuck fast, mm. and now well, is, that's, that's that's what his loved ones... <laughs> everyone calls him that, don't they? No, it's Caught on like, like wildfire. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I watched a bloody good film the other day. Oh, yeah. Which I wanted to tell you about, because you watched a good film. You watched His House, didn't you? I did, I watched His House, and um, then I also introduced um, Elise to Hard Target last week. Oh, good Lord Christ, did you? Yeah, did she's you lucky, know? isn't she? She's lucky <laughs> to have me as her, she is lucky, yeah. her guide through these things. <laughs> to, to cinema, cinema, yeah. very, very uh, The greats, so yeah, we go, yeah. you know, Casablanca, <laughs> Citizen Kane, Hard Target. Into Hard Target, yeah. followed by Eraser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What your luggage that, as he kills I've, a crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Good line, your, right? Your luggage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched on uh, Amazon Prime, because mm-hmm. I didn't know that I sneakily had... I think I got Prime to do, like, one thing, and then yeah. it just sort of carried on going, and I was annoyed at first. But I saw that they had the remake, or kind of remake, of Suspiria. Okay. This is the one with uh, <coughs> Dakota Swinton. Johnson and Swinton. Yeah. Mm. The the big Swint, as I like to call yeah. her. Uh, it's really, really good, man. It, it's what a film that is. I 100% recommend that you watch it. Good horror movie, but also yeah. just sort of generally like just a really sad and like moving film. It, like for like two, three days afterwards, I was. <laughs> This is not much of a recommendation. I was just like really glum and like affected by it. Yeah, but, that sounds you know, horrible. In, in a good, in a, <laughs> in a good glum way. in a good way. How can you be glum, glum in, in a, a good, good way? way? Well, do, have you ever listened to like Radiohead? Yes, I and have like, five of their albums, mate. Well, there you go. So you talk about glum six. in a good way. Well, there you mm-hmm. go. Six. Mm-hmm. So surely you of all people understand glum in a good way. Yeah, true. Because that yeah. that kind of is. And in fact, actually, Tom York. Uh, did the soundtrack for Suspiria. So, ah. you know, really good. Uh, it's Luca Guadagnino, who's the one who That's did uh, Call Me By Your Name recently. Yeah, I was um, reading about this that director and I was thinking, yeah, he's quite a diverse <coughs> yeah. uh, filmmaker, isn't he? He is like at like bloody loads, and he's worked mm. quite a lot with Tilda Swinton as well. He was in, she was in I Am Love, which was another one of his. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really good. Yeah, Suspiria, get on it. Get on okay. it. It'll but surprise that's you. Prime. My Prime has lapsed. And I don't intend to renew it. Because of also... my anti-Bezos stance. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm. non-Bezos. Yeah, and fair enough to you. They do also have the original uh, Dario Argento on there, which I kind oh, of right. want to re-watch now, because I've not seen it in ages. But, yeah. yeah. Good movies. Good good, ho- good horror mm. movies. Horror I with mean, a little, little, bit of, little bit of sadness, a little bit of stuff to make you think. You know? Well, his house is very much that. 
Yeah, I, that's that sort of next on my list, I think, because I saw mm. a pic- picture of that the other day. It looked quite creepy. So I thought, oh, yeah, got a recommendation from you. And I fancy yeah. a bit. Of horror's nice at the minute. It's just sort Ooh. of... I'll tell you what else we watched, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, Hard Target, obviously, amazing. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, watched, yeah. Um, we watched Train to Busan, having put it off for ages, and I don't know why we did, because it's brilliant. Oh, blimey, yeah. It's really good. The, it's a proper the, stressful zombie movie. Yeah, the Korean... Um, I, I never saw it, I never saw it, but it looks it's really fantastic. cool. It's, it's, it's like an to... action and horror, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's more... Well, hmm, yeah. I don't know, it's kind of just a sort of non-stop film. It doesn't stop moving, kind of thing. Like a train. Like, Elise was actually, like, I thought she was going to fall off the edge of the couch. <laughs> like, she was proper into it. Uh, I like the combination of zombie stuff and train stuff. That's good. Yeah. Sort yeah. of like no, it's me- brilliant. Metro Exodus, you know, but nothing like that, but a bit like that. Mm. But, yeah. yeah oh, good, of, stuff, good, stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. All right, yeah, no, well... Highly uh, recommended. Get I'll, it, I'll, I'll get stick it, it on the list. I'll stick Lock it on the it list. Lock it up. Which one shall I watch first, that or his house? Uh, why not do a double bill, mate? We um we tacked on the host after Train to Busan on a that's Korean a good tip. movie. Yeah, I like really that. good. That's um, is it Bong Joon Ho? Yeah, it is. I did the host. Yeah, that was the first yeah. of his movies I ever watched. Me too. Actually, we we got a question about that coming up later. Not about that Have movie we? in particular, but about uh, it mentioned Bong Joon Ho and mentioned movies. So we got that to look forward to. Oh, what an excellent um, link! <clears throat> yeah, excellent. Right, let's jump in without any further ado. Uh, although, uh, the, uh, as much ado as is necessary to give the listeners a lovely jingle. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fellow, I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. News. Oh no, wait, no, not news. News is later, isn't it? I fu- <laughs> yeah, I but we're talking it. about um, we're talking about video games, aren't we? Used to be yeah. news here. Used to be news. Used to be news. Got it right loads. Randomly mm. got it wrong this time. But it's we're fine. tired, Josh. It's the end it's of the fun. year. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I've, I'm already switched into Christmas mode. We've got two weeks to go yet. Got getting festive. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. Um, you've been playing Call of the Sea. I have. It not looks kind of cool. Confused with. Call of Duty. Or Call of the Wild. Juarez. Or mm, Call of exactly. Juarez. Or, or um, no, yeah. I think that's all I've got. Uh, how the is it? The sea is calling. It's um, it's very, very good. Yeah. As a yeah. Game Pass game, it's a steal. Yeah. It's essential. You have to play it. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't a Game Pass game, I'd say buy it right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fair enough. So tell us a little um, bit about it. What's going on? Why is right, the sea well, calling everyone anyway? Ah, uh, well, that would be to uh, spoil it. Is it? It's a sort of Lovecraftian thing, is the way that it's yeah. set up, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So the setup is well, it's a first-person puzzle adventure game, and you play as Nora, and she's uh, called to the sea because her <laughs> husband right. is missing. Ah. Uh, he's been on an expedition trying to find a cure for uh, her condition. Um, that oh, okay. sort of rhymes a bit, doesn't it? It does a um, little bit. I, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, Nora basically she lands upon this mysterious unnamed island in the South Pacific, which is where her husband. Oh, cool. Which is where her husband is. So you, you you know you row up to this lovely golden beach 
You think, this is nice. And then you go nice, deep nice into the jungle. Island. Exactly. Yeah. Deep into the jungle and you find, you know, your husband's expedition, like clues, the, the start of the trail, and you start on this trail retracing his steps. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it so, so um, far. Lots of little puzzles, you're sort of solving the same steps he did along the way. And you're kind of following in his uh, in his footsteps. In his much. footsteps, he's left you little notes and stuff. And the puzzles huh. are really, really well put together. What sort They're of puzzles are those... we, uh, we talking about? So there'll be like, say, a projector, and it'll have a little lens or something, and you've got to uh, do these little ink blots of different sizes on this projector to create this special lens but you have to find kind of the note that corresponds to that and then set it off against another note Uh, so it's not just sort of simple like oh this is the solution it's like hold on so if that is in that position then that means that's that or something you're sort of like playing around properly playing around to actually get the uh, the puzzle ingredients kind of i love stuff like that yeah it's one of those puzzle games where the puzzles are so well constructed you feel clever when you you know come up on the solution yes and i love that and there i feel like there are too few puzzle games where it really grants you a bit of you know freedom to come up with the solution and then that satisfaction that comes from that i think you're right man i think it's weird because with obviously i I remember there was a i can't remember what it was but remember that Jonathan Blow was mm-hmm. talking about The Witness at one point in an interview that I watched. And he was saying, if you want to make a, a video game, the funny thing about difficulty is it's really, really easy to make a difficult video game in theory, right? You just yeah. turn the enemy health up to a thousand, put the player's health at like a hundred, make their damage, <laughs> do nothing. But he said like one of the most difficult things is to get difficulty right in a game, to actually make it feel difficult in like a meaningful way and yeah. have a dialogue with a player where they're, they're actually like, they are learning and you're sort of gently poking, um, which he got so right for The Witness. And you're right, it, it is well, a rare thing. Do you think, think he did? Because I got to a point where I couldn't do the puzzle and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I gave up, so I don't there know. is a there is a subtle art to uh, <laughs> the witness is a weird one because it's one of those mm. games where if you're stubborn, you're sort of fucked. Like you have to be quite zen with the witness. You have to be able to go. I can't solve this yet. I'm going to move on. If you're like, because I early on in the witness, I remember I was like really pig headed. I was like, no, I'm going to solve this because it's here now and I can solve it. And I got mm. like snagged loads. But I, in the end, I just wandered around lot and then came back to old puzzles and was like, oh, this is actually quite easy now because I learned this yeah. other thing. But anyway, anyway, th- we're not talking about the witness. We're talking about Call of the Sea. <laughs> it looks really nice. I really like yeah. the like the art style. It, is it cell shaded or is it just really colourful? It's just really colourful. It sort of has a bit of a cel-shaded vibe because the the colours are kind of fairly flat, I suppose. Yeah, uh, they, deliberately they pop. so. Yeah, it's a it's a nice distinctive bold art style, like yeah. the waterfalls. Like they they crash into the sea in sort of a a solid sort of moving white cloud rather than little splashes. There's no sort huh. of particles. It's all it's all stylized. It's quite but it stylized, looks nice, yeah. it works. Yeah. It it does look yeah, it looks and I love the vibe of like sort mm. of nineteen thirties like adventure sort of serial. Like a serial, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you've got like, you know, tape reels and you know, all the old technology that yeah, you have. Yeah, love it. So yeah. so that evokes a kind of time and a vibe. Is there it reminds a, me of sort of that Indiana Jones era, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely like the kind of adventure serials. Is is there yeah. like um, what do you call it? Like uh, without, I suppose, giving too much away. Is mm-hmm. there like either 
enemies or scary stuff because it's kind of i know it's a love i mean they sort of trailer it as like a sort of lovecraftian mm. thing but it, are, are there, it, i suppose there's no combat but are there like things to be afraid of kind of thing or? well it's weird because i i was unsure like when i was playing it because i didn't know a whole lot about the game whether i could sort of die or sort of fall off a big height and you know smash yeah. my head in or whatever <laughs> yeah, and yeah. well it turns out that as far as i can tell you you can't actually die um, huh. But that doesn't make it any less kind of atmospheric and scary. No, no, so, not at all. If, they, um, if, you, if you nail atmosphere, then yeah, yeah. Then that's there's one chapter different... where um, you find this beached whaler ship, Ooh. and um, and it's yeah, it's kind of spooky. The the shore where it's kind of run aground is being lashed with rain and there's thunder and lightning, and you know the wind is kind of whipping around, and it's it's like God, this is quite intense. I love. So that. I felt kind I, of on edge. I'm, that's one of the things, just because you just reminded me, that's one mm-hmm. of the things that I always thought that um, Gone Home did a really good job of. That, that game was lots of things, but one of yeah. the things that it was, which I suppose doesn't get talked about as much, it was really creepy in parts, Gone Home. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a game really that had fail states or enemies or anything, but mm-hmm. I was convinced I heard like creaks and little bits of wind here and there, you know, because there was like a thunderstorm going on outside. I just thought if you get the atmosphere right, you can you can freak people out without any fail yeah. states, really. No, absolutely, absolutely, and I, I would say that this similarly succeeds on that level in that regard. It's it's really good, um, and and it kind of gives you the the freedom to not worry about you know a big monster coming to kill you while you're trying to solve a puzzle you can just engage your brain and enjoy yeah, it yeah for sure and that's what i loved sure. about it I, I like that it's just you and the puzzles you against the island definitely and the puzzles yeah. kind of get bigger and more complex as you progress and it's it's great can't recommend that's, it enough it's really really good it? is it is it raw fury that, raw that fury publish it so oh the developer is a, a studio called out of the blue games and I think they're new, but they're um, one of these new indie studios that have been kind of formed by veterans of Ooh, the uh, industry. And you can sort of tell because there's a kind of sureness and confidence to this game, I feel. Huh. Well, they knew what they wanted to do and they did it. They just you know? executed on it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's really, really cool. And, and I'd just, love to uh, see more games like this. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's different. Like, that's the one thing. Like, I, I remember seeing it at a show. It was, I think it was at the Xbox showcase uh earlier this year it must have been but um, I remember seeing it and it just stuck in my head immediately like mm-hmm. it stood out from everything else that was there even even you know things like the medium or, or whatever like I remember seeing Call of the Sea and going oh what's that game that looks yeah. kind of cool because it's just and nothing it's a, really like it I don't think yeah well I mean there probably have been games like it before but just a nice little six to seven hour puzzle game that's genuinely compelling really really you know enjoyable yeah. to play yeah, um, yeah. It's, you know, it's not super stressful. It, you know, good, good puzzles, well mm. made. And yeah, a cool give me more kind of, of adventure serial thing. Not, not yeah. many games do it. I think the last adventure serial thing was like Strange Brigade, and that was very different to this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. A, a cool, yeah it's a cool about vibe. as far removed from Strange Brigade as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like Strange Brigade though. I did yeah. too. I thought it was great. Yeah, it kind of felt fun. like it didn't really get the attention it deserves strange brigade yeah i i wouldn't go like i i i just thought it was good i can't remember how i i just remember thinking yeah this is you know it's not amazing like but, but it, it makes it, me sad to see a game that's good and i had fun with kind of not really take off 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was like a uh, like a failure. Or, uh, well, I don't, I don't know, know if it, I don't know how well or poorly it did, but yeah, I definitely get what you mean, especially when it's like a kind of new vibe like a new ip yeah it's kind of a different to the others so yeah you sort of you always wish them well for sure yeah absolutely but anyway anyway mm. so i'm going to talk a little bit <clears throat> about a little known game called cyberpunk 2077 well, i've never heard of it please please tell me more well this too is an indie game um, oh yeah i yeah. suppose it is <laughs> it is yeah. sort of yeah. yeah when you think about it it's mental it's like <laughs> it's like I guess technically Half Life is an indie game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if, when you think Valver about an it, indie company. With it's like bil- well, billions. it depends how you. I always sort of think in my head, it's like, well, if you're publishing it and you get to tell everyone else to to go and whistle if they want to interfere with it, then it's truly mm. independent. Like you're publishing it yourself. Well, I think I think CD Projekt are also enlisting. At least in distribution and possibly PR, Bandai Namco are helping. So and I, I think Warner Brothers overseas. I, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I remember seeing the Warner Brothers logo. So, but I don't think they actually had any. Part. I think you know, basically, this is this is CD Projekt's vision. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in short, um, I've not played it for long. That's the caveat. Um, in fact, we got mm-hmm. a question about this later on, which I'll get to okay. because console code was not. Uh, as a like PC, the the reviews that are out there are uh, PC reviews basically, and then the like the console yeah. code came later. Um, and there's a very, there's a there's a, a big patch as well, uh, like a what do they call it? Fifty six gig is it? Day something, patch? something like that. Well, yeah, it was mad. weird because, like, yeah, it it said it was the game was like sixty or seventy gigs or something. And, mm-hmm. I, and then I said, okay. And, but then when it was downloading, it actually just turned into like 100 gigs. So, so that's, or 101 gigs. So I was like, okay. And that, so then I thought, oh, well, maybe they've just like bundled the patch in with it or something. Anyway, this isn't particularly <laughs> interesting. What is interesting <laughs> <laughs> is that it's... Um, so I've played it for like a few hours and I've not done much. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten to the, to the bit at which you are put out into the world and they basically say there you go have at it fill, fill your boots fill your bloody boots and it fill is your a, cyber boots fill your little robot boots your robot <laughs> booties uh, <Yeah. laughs> and uh so but it's got it's one of those games where uh not as not not as as severe as like red dead redemption 2 um, but do you remember how like just for just for a little while in Red Dead 2 you just sort of had to do you, you just sort of had to wait for like the big big intro to kind of trudge, spit you, spit you trudge out through the snow for a very, long time very very snow yeah very snowbound yeah. well this is not like that but it does take a, it does take a couple hours and it's um it's really really cool it's um it's atmospheric for a start in terms of just uh, it's it, it's really clear to me, like even now, and this is not, by the way, I should say to just people generally, this is not like the re- the review thing. And like I've only played it for a little while. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an impressions thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on future pods. Um, it's quite clear to me, like already, that what the game kind of. It, I don't think it's going to. 
you know how some games kind of change things, like Breath of the Wild, like they do yeah. something in a in a brand new way. Um, mm-hmm. And then th- I don't think this is going to be that. I think this is going to be in similar in similar league to like a Red Dead Two, where it's like, well, it doesn't it doesn't change the world, but it's an absolutely shining example of of mm. it's the summation of what we can do, basically. Yeah. Um, but it's really really clear that what's most important to CD Projekt Red is immersion. That's just straight yeah. off the bat. All that what they really want to do is get you in this world and just completely envelop your senses. So like just turn the sound up, turn the lights down and kind of get in. And it yeah. is it is remarkable. Like I chose when you start off you can choose to be a nomad mm-hmm. which means that you're sort of born and raised in the desert. That's sort of Mad Max style, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, you could be a corporate or a I think they're called a corpo rat. <laughs> which is quite <laughs> funny because it's like a sort of like boo to the corporates or you can mm-hmm. be what was the other one a, a night city street kid um okay sort of like elton john street kids you know can i guess what you went for go on corpo rat spot on yeah spot on <laughs> you nailed it yeah i did i did and i regret nothing i regret nothing <laughs> it's it's really really cool you 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 start out as like a little a little corpo rat you got a suit you know you got a lovely mm-hmm. corporate gig you get embroiled in some corporate espionage straight off the bat um and pretty soon again i won't i won't give too much away but uh you sort of fall in with a friend on the street your life kind of uh you have a little, little bit of a fall from grace and you're kind of spat out as a jobbing thug, basically. Yeah. Um, and then y- you you go and do this really really cool job, which is kind of like something from Minority Report, where you have to rescue someone and mm-hmm. find. She's got like an implant chip in her head, and you have to like find that. Uh, and it's for this woman, and it kind of gets you to this point where it then kind of goes, okay, you've done that, you've fallen from grace, you're back up on your feet. It's been six months you're doing our jobs now you can just have at it and i think what it is is they're kind of going there is a main quest line and there is an odd kind of like urgency like like especially even early on you do sort of think like oh okay this story is like pretty pressing like up to a certain point like i I sort of think oh i should probably go and do this but actually like even even early on your jobs list quite quickly gets really big and they, they do a really good job of like making the side stuff sort of seem like main stuff. Like I was, I was opening my jobs okay. list, the one that was the main mission, which was just go and speak to this fella. There, like there was loads of others, and this woman was. They weight it really, really well. So you just, you just, you just out there in the world. You think, oh God, what shall I do? Mm. The city is really special. Really special. I can tell you that much for free. They do like an early, um, like bathosphere moment which they sort of you oh, know right. like in bioshock where you they kind of just yeah. show you rapture for they did for me <laughs> anyway i should say i didn't i'm not playing as the a kind of nomadic desert uh dweller mm. nor am i playing as the night city street kid so it may be complete i'm really intrigued actually because producer dan's playing it in a different way so i'm kind of intrigued to know his what he got in his do you know opening. what do you know what he's doing because then <clears throat> i could maybe play as the third one because my copy's I, on its way I do know what he's doing. Do you want to guess what he's doing, though? I guess I'm guessing he's gone nomad, hasn't he? Yeah. Ah, so, so I wanted look, to go nomad. 
It looks like you'll you'll be a Night City street kid, which means you were sort of born and raised on the streets. You know, you're tough. Very much like my real life. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think think in a way with all... I mean, Dan very much is a nomad. You know, I am a corpo Mm. rat. You know? Yeah, you are. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but it is, it is, it is really, really cool. So, like, a, a fellow was like, "Oh, you could use my AV to go and do a job." And there's like a moment early on where you you leave uh, the kind of corporate HQ, and you you're basically it's basically a, a spinner in Blade Runner. You know, the, nice. sort, of hot, the sort of flying cars. Oh you yeah, gotta look bought, out the um, window. I bought a stupid Blu-ray edition that had a free one of those. Oh, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> lovely, excellent. Can I? Can I want to? I want to have a ride in the spinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just. Yeah. Why but not? this is this is like it, it. You're just looking out the window for like a few mm. minutes, just watching it go by, and I'm just thinking like, holy shit! Like this is this is really really lovely. It's a little bit like the funny thing is about cyberpunk. Uh, it's funny if you compare the hype to the hype mm. that surrounds something like Death Stranding, because the yeah. hype that surrounded Death Stranding was a hype of uncertainty. It was the hype of, we have no idea what this is, and the the man that's making this <laughs> is bonkers, yeah. and people mm. love him because he's bonkers, <laughs> and we have no <laughs> idea what to expect. The thing with Cyberpunk is, is that after sort of five or ten minutes of, you know, judicious Googling, you can arrive at a really, really solid interpretation of what to expect. Imagine if Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and, I don't know, Grand Theft Auto had a baby. And you're roughly there. It's, Hmm. you know, in all the sort of known quantity stuff and also brilliant stuff that that entails. I mean, we were driving through... There was a a mission where we had to drive somewhere early on. And the driving's good, by the way. I'll I'll get to that in a moment. But just driving through the streets and in... uh, Are um, Are you locked to first person? No, you can go when you're in a car. You can go for third person. Right. Okay. That's interesting. You can okay. do both. You can go first or third. I switched to third because I wanted to kind of see the car. He has a cool yeah. uh, car early on. Um, mm. And just kind of first, I was a passenger, and then I was driving. And when I was a passenger, I was just like looking out the windows, just thinking like, "This is this is special." You know the rain um, and the mood and the atmosphere, the lighting. I was thinking, this you is. You do, um, you do realise looking out the window, that's a paddling. <laughs> that, that is, that's a paddling. Yeah, staring at my sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I couldn't resist. Carry I, on. <laughs> well, I had to risk a paddling because you know what yeah. was out of the window was so bloody cool. Um, mm. It's and I think the range of things to do, uh, it, 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 it's quite quite mad. Um, even even early on, I was just walking through a thing, and uh, you know, a fella had a little robot, and he was like, "Oh, I got a fighting robot. Do you want to fight it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, <laughs> so I thumped a robot, and he was like, "Oh, you yeah. you thumped it really well." So I was like, "Thanks." And then he's going, "Oh, there's these there's these fighting there's these like fighting rings all over the city. Do you want to you know do you want to do that?" I was like, "Uh, leave it with me. I'll have a look." <laughs> uh, and then my map, so I just got like loads of like fighting rings. There's another thing that's just like ways to acquire different cars. You could like loads of people want to sell you cars and stuff. You can get so much shit on that. And then it's like, oh, these people are fixers and they put you, they, they, um, give you like their jobs. They do basically like odd jobs, like GTA style. 
Yeah. And here are all the fixes on your map. And then one of the other ones was, I got like a neural, I got like a a special robot eye in my head. And that Mm -hmm. eye was, uh, has like the, I think this is just story canon. So I think everyone will get this. That eye gives you access to like the police database. It's like a naughty robot eye. So you, you've got access to all the stuff on there. And they have, like, bounty, you know, wanted, dead or alive. And then, mm. like, one of the other things was just like, oh, you know, police, uh, police, you can also do odd jobs for the police. You can bring people in alive or dead. So, like, even early on after a couple of hours, I was just thinking, okay, there's, 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 there's a lot of stuff to do here. And it's not necessarily clear, at the minute anyway... Whether mm. I should even follow the main story or just do just get absolutely lost in this place, um, it's also quite impressive uh, how well CD Projekt have done in terms of just mechanics. Because think about CD Projekt. I mean, I like The Witcher Three a lot. Most people do, but mm. I wouldn't have said that they particularly excel at combat. Like that game's combat was fun. It was fine, but it's yeah. not like it wasn't like Sekiro or you know. I know I shouldn't compare everything to like From Software, but you know it was. You didn't play that, or even Ghost of Tsushima, which had an excellent yeah. combat system. Like yeah, I, love that. I don't play The Witcher and go, "Oh my god, this is the best combat ever." It was fine, and it did the job for The Witcher. But if I had to, you know, poke an Achilles, not an Achilles heel, but if I had to find fault with CD Projekt, I'd kind of go, "Well, they've not really been proven in terms of like combat and stuff." So the fact that they've launched into this and the sort of hand-to-hand fisticuffs is really, really good. The shooting mm. is good. If it were, if it was just a first-person shooter, yeah. it would it wouldn't really suffice. You'd be like mm. a bit like Deus Ex. Like it has shooting, and the shooting is good. It's smooth and it works, and it's fairly simple, but it's good. And then they've also got like just just like solid stealth, which has a lovely little. Uh, it's basically the Soliton radar from Metal Gear Solid. You can like you can see the vision cones of your enemies. So it's like really oh. serviceable stealth. Um, at one point, okay. I, I got a, a samurai sword, and then fighting with the sword was good. You got your basic mechanics of like block, but if you block at the right time, it's a parry. You get a counter hit. Um, so we're not looking at Elder Scrolls type first person combat. So no. cut above. <laughs> it is a cut above, yeah. That's and it's good. it's just really impressive that it's like they can. They can try their hand at these things, and you know they're a little bit more than a jack of all trades. Like they're like mm. a, but they're not a master of all trades. They're just really bloody good at all trades and a master yeah. of, of writing quest lines, I guess. <laughs> but also, what I didn't—the driving's just perfectly decent as well. Mm. Like I just driving around. I only had to drive a short space to get to an objective, but popped into third person cam, just sort of watched the city go by, and it, I was just like, wow. It's it's really clear that. Like, not so much the stories. Like, people that have played The Witcher 3, they know that, oh, you know, the writing is, is good. The way that they write quest lines is good. And the way that they write quest lines is good, and I'm sure that that's going to play into this. Like, there, there have already been a number of things where I've thought to myself, I'll bet if I didn't do that, this would have gone completely differently. And yeah. knowing knowing CD Projekt, I go, yeah, actually, I think it definitely would have gone quite a bit differently. Just like mm. moments where I've kept quiet and like, for instance, we've been allowed through like a police checkpoint and it's like, oh, I wonder if I'd have said something, I would have, I would have like clouded the issue. I'm glad I kept quiet on that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just like, it more than anything else, at this point in time, and it's not a very well-developed point of time. The, <laughs> the best thing about the game is immersion. 
And that sounds right. like, I guess, like a super trad, like staid thing where it's like, yeah, you know, everyone, it's, it's almost like a buzzword, isn't it? Like visceral yeah. or what, you know, yeah. immersion. I have, be, I have to be a bit wary of using it. <laughs> I know. And I, yeah, mm. me too, man. Me too. But it's, it's really clear that, that I think they're the, all, what they want is for you to, to get lost in this place. Um, yeah. And from, from what, from what I've seen already, it's going to be really, really bloody easy to do that. And I think it might end up a little bit like uh, how... Do you remember when we were talking? I think it, I think it was last year. Actually, I know it was last year because it, we were talking about games of the year. And I think you and Dan were very much... We had that interesting little thing about the outer worlds. Yes. Um, where we kind of said, it doesn't tear up the rule book. And there's like nothing wrong with not tearing up the rule book, you know. It's mm. like you get a Breath of the Wild that does things really differently, but then you also get uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or Ghost of Tsushima, which doesn't do things differently, but does them to a, a wonderful degree and yeah. like does it meaningfully with a really beautiful art direction. At the moment, and I'm, I'll you know reserve some judgment. Like it could be a really hilarious thing where. I remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I was like oh yeah yeah it's really really good and then like a, you know like a week later when I actually had published the review I was like actually I need to go back to Valhalla just to update people this is not so great it kind of died for me halfway through so really it got better and better for me <laughs> I know I know but it's just one of those things you know some people would love it I forgot it. what your um, what your thing was with it Oh, what with Assassin's Creed? It was yeah. uh, I. Well, I never really found the combat particularly fun. Whereas I think you did. I yeah. never really found the story to be remotely interesting. Which I think neither did you. But also that just didn't really bother you well, as much. No, no, no. I, I, the story initially didn't hold a huge amount of interest, but I found it got more and more interesting. Like as and it, it did as some it cool went. things, like with traitors and yeah, you know. And I love the Order of the Ancient stuff always. I'm a sucker for all that. Nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's um, so. So I reserve the 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 right to go. Maybe in a couple of weeks, I might I might say, uh, oh, actually, everyone, it totally tears up the rule book. But so far with mm. Cyberpunk, it's just an um, it's an, an excellent, uh, really, really excellent example uh, of it of its genre. Uh, it really Are is. You, if um, you, like, if you ever wanted, you know, Deus Ex mm. and GTA to have a baby. This, this huh. kind of is it. Oh, and by the way, I should say, yeah. Uh, wait for producer Dan to do his various tests and investigations. But playing on uh, PS5 so far, I'm pretty sure it's running in 60 frames per second. It's kind of funny. It doesn't have a performance mode, and I think the Series X version does. It seems to be running on its performance mode by default. I've yet to investigate right. properly in the menus, but it's I'm fairly sure it's just running in sixty frames a second. Very smooth. It's the Have by you the way, encountered the, any bugs yet? Uh, yes. Yeah. Good question. Actually, I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, yeah, there have been some bugs. Nothing huge. Uh, just silly ones like. Uh, actually, you used to get this in Yakuza as well. Like, I was walking down a street and a few NPCs just sort of dissolved into the air. Uh, yeah, that's a perennial uh, Yakuza thing. It's a right? classic Yakuza thing. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it'll be ironed out of this one. Um, and then another one, of a, a chap was on the telephone and the phone was sort of floating in midair into his skull, which was quite funny. <laughs> um, uh. But nothing, I mean, it's it's like they're cosmetic. Like, there's, there's been no... Yeah. 
oh, I crashed to the dashboard and I lost my fucking save. Like, that would be really shit. There's yeah, nothing like that, that so far. But but it is like, oh, yeah, there's a little thing there and a little thing there. It looks gorgeous, by the way. It's a, it's a PS4 game running on PS5, so it'll be like a, you know, a better... And the same is true of the Series X. Yeah. They're, not, they're not actually doing the next-gen versions until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm quite looking forward to the idea of having, like, the DualSense support for this game. That'd be really, really cool. Uh, oh, so you're playing on PS5, but... No dual sense. No, oh, it's a PS because it's a PS4 game. Oh yeah, that's weird. You'd have thought they'd have done a little bit of dual sense, like almost a tease, you know. Well, they, I think they, I think they are, but for when it comes out on PS5, right. if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I see what bec- you mean. Because it's a PS4 game, I don't actually think they can do a dual. Is it slightly thing, odd playing a PS4 game? I haven't tried a PS4 game on a PS5, but I can't imagine using the dual sense without the dual sense stuff. Oh it's well, it's actually normal. it's really cool because it does. Uh, it, so it, what what it won't do is things like the really amazing uh, adaptive triggers or like the haptic feedback stuff. But because it uses haptics as opposed mm. to like traditional um, rotors that spin yeah. and generate a rumble, you tend to find. And it's funny because I was playing Bloodborne recently. You tend to find that just in place of the basic rumble function the haptics mm. are just better and nicer so you get like okay. a better rumble you do i mean it still uses it but it, it just doesn't it, it's just not like when it's yeah. when it's playing a proper ps5 that's kind of designed for it then then you get the triggers and then you get the haptics that feel like right. you know astro's playroom style like it, all it does is is use it in place of traditional rumble it uses the yeah. sort of the feedback that's in the controller which is better but yeah so i'm mm. going to kind of wait for see, it's, it's kind of weird like they'll they basically said, like, we made this game for so long and we made it for current gen. So, like, we're going to make it run on PS5s and Series Xs, but yeah. you won't actually get the Series X the version, the PS5 yeah. version until... And they haven't said when next year, but, uh, you know, at some mm. point next year. But anyway, I that's enough for me on that for now. I will I will get back to it and... and, and, uh, and well, I can, I can take part in the next conversation, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I can compare notes. Also, uh, I had a shower in the game, and the game lets you shower for as long as you like, which is nice. <laughs> Excellent. Can you Don't... look at your own? Can you look at your own genitalia? Uh, you can. Yeah, you can see it in a mirror. You're joking, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Wow, this yeah. is the best game ever. Uh, all I've ever wanted to do in a game. Can you think of any other game that lets you be in the shower for as long as you like? There definitely must be them out there. But usually I'm um, so used to a game just going like Death Stranding or Red Dead 2 and they're yeah, like, this is how long yeah. your bath is or a just shower goes, is. Now get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, then, then they're done. This is like in first person. You just sort of got your hands against the wall. You can just kind of stare up into the nozzle as it's sort of showering down. Anyway, this is, this is probably boring. But there you go. Wasting so water. Wasting water. Wait, you shouldn't waste. take long showers like that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Especially in a sort of dystopia. Like, I was thinking yeah. of like Blade Runner 2049 where he has those like two second shower blasts do you remember that but you're um, you're a corpo rat aren't you so you I don't care a, I am a corpo rat yeah fuck yeah, you don't fuck give em. a shit <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right anyway it's about time uh, for the news so if you're ready I'll fire up the uh, the news cannon and, and fire it up at your head I wish we just had like a sort of non-violent news machine I don't yeah. like being blasted with well, the news. We, d- it's we don't so live in a perfect world, Rich. You know, I mean, it's, no. it's that's the, that's just how the news is best delivered. I'm afraid. The classic Ooh. Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full, 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 full of goodness. Come over there. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> from the within Cornwall. Right. 
Nothing but news. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac set to play Solid Snake. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I, I've, yeah. I've seen the mock How do you feel about um, that? <laughs> I think, is it Boss Logic? He's a bit of a digital yeah. artist, isn't he? Yeah, he did a mock up yeah. a long time ago of Isaac I in the role. It. Yeah. And it was actually quite good. And I was like, oh, that might work. But yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, I don't know whether weird, the film is a good idea at all. Will it translate? No, it's all, almost certainly not. But it's Jordan Vote Roberts is doing it, who is a, mm. a big fan of, uh, of of Metal Gear Solid. It was revealed by Deadline Hollywood. It's yeah. a Sony Pictures project, and it's a script uh, is written by Derek Connolly, who did uh, Jurassic World and Detective Pikachu. Mm. Uh, and he, and uh, Avi Arad is is producing, who's uh, who's also doing the upcoming uh, Uncharted movie. I don't think it's oh, a good yeah. idea overall. I mean, for the most part, Metal Gear Solid pretty much already is a film. In fact, it's quite a bit longer than a film anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I mean, just in the non-interactive bits, it's longer than most films. Uh, and I just think it's probably best left alone. Having said that, you know, if you want to make a film, have a pop, see how you do. Uh, <laughs> I think there are worse people out there to get than Oscar Isaac. It's kind of weird. Like, the thing is, because... David Hayter is just so unbelievably perfect. Even kind of like in his face, he even kind of looks a little bit like Solid Snake. Do you remember the beginning of Metal Gear Solid 4? That weird interview. Uh, So it got a little live action interview at the beginning with David Hayter. Oh, I don't But in character. You don't? I don't oh, recall that. I'll have that to surprises YouTube me that. because you yeah. are an encyclopedia usually. I am. I am. And I only played Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, to last year or late 2018? Do you remember I you played it? You didn't skip it, it was... did you? Did you skip it? What do you mean? Skip you the... skipped. You skipped the intro then. Oh, the intro. Well, I don't remember. I remember a documentary about an octopus. Um, <laughs> when you start up, you know, there's like a sort of David Attenborough style. The octopus does this, this, and that, and it's like live action footage of an octopus. Do you remember that? I don't actually. Brilliant. But I remember the intro with the David Hayter interview thing. And well, like, it seems, it seems like we've both remembered things that the other one doesn't remember. Maybe yeah. they tricked us. Maybe it randomizes the intro you get. Maybe, maybe. Anyway. I, mean, I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past Kojima. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, but you know, good luck to Oscar Isaac. Good actor. Yeah. Uh, Silent Hill creator teams up with Last Guardian and Gravity Rush veterans to form new Bokeh Game Studio. Mm. Kind of interesting. So it's uh, Kaichiro Toyama, who's the creator of the uh, Silent Hill series. He announced the formation of a new studio, and it has Katsunobu Sato and Junya Okura. Uh, they've all worked on... So Sato was a former producer on The Last Guardian. Okura yeah. was the lead game designer on all Gravity Rush games. And they've all worked together on Siren, which is known in the UK as Forbidden Siren, which is a horror game for yeah. the PS2. Uh Super interesting. So they've left Sony Entertainment uh, Japan uh, and they established it back in August and there was an announcement video which outlines their vision uh, and and it seems to be, quote, original action adventure game. So it may not be like horror as you may yeah. think it will. So kind of Unless they're using that. action adventure as a broad catch-all term. Yeah. It, maybe there it's got horror, horror, in there. horror elements maybe. Mm. Maybe. But yeah, kind of interesting. Really talented people from really, really cool studios. It's nice to see um, to see Toyama, kind of, because because we've not had a Silent Hill game since two thousand and twelve. 
Uh, you know and forbidden siren even even longer than that so it's i'm always excited for horror people doing horror things Mm. um and the talent here is pretty nutty so you know excited for the future of bokeh game studio yeah 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 in other studio loads of studio news this week casey hudson and mark dara have both left by that they kind of are bioware yeah they're synonymous but casey hudson's left before hasn't he yeah, so like ge- general, uh, general manager Casey Hudson and Dragon Age exec producer Mark Dara said they're going to be leaving it. Uh, Hudson said, quote, he was incredibly fortunate to have had a career where I've been able to work with brilliantly talented people, uh, create entire worlds, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, he didn't say that. Uh, he explained that he made the decision to retire from the studio and make way for the next generation of studio leaders. So, you know, Adara said, uh, this has been a very difficult decision for me. Uh, the team of amazing developers on Dragon Age make my life fuller and better. They've taught me so much, but the strength of the team is also what makes this possible. I know that Dragon Age won't just survive without me, it will thrive. And then Laura Miller, who's the chief studios officer at EA, said, uh, thank Casey and Mark for everything that they have done for the Bioware community and particularly for players. They'll always be an essential part of the studio's history and we appreciate their many contributions. We look forward to seeing what they'll each do next. She outlined how uh, the the studio would be approaching ongoing projects and new ones like Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Uh, In the case of Dragon Age, I'm going to call it Dragon Age 4. I don't know if it'll actually be called that, but let's just call it that for for ease's sake. Um, uh, Christian Daly would be taking over the reins uh, of Dragon Age 4. So, Mm. you know... What's going on? Do you think they'll form a super new studio? Um, I don't know. I don't think they've. I don't think they're going off together to do something, are they? It's well, not the impression I got. We don't know. No, it's not the impression I got. But it could happen. They could. They could bring another yeah. person and call it Trio Wear. They could. Yeah, Trio Wear. Trio. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. And there's going to be a look at Dragon Age Four at the Game Awards tomorrow, isn't there? That's the probably G- only a little. The docket, GAs. Isn't it? Do we call them the GAs? TGAs, the TGA. TGA, TGAs? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think you need the the T. I know what like, I call them. You call them a, what? A pain in the ass. <laughs> I don't need yeah. this in the middle of December. We could call them the PIAs. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Days gone. Remember it? <laughs> How could I forget? Yeah. Deacon St. John. And, and Booze Man. To a lesser booze extent, man. Booze Man as well. Yeah. Uh, two Days Gone lead developers left Sony's Bend studio. Your I'm mate, sad. John Garvin. I know, I bloody love a bit of John Garvin. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- so, John Garvin, game director, and Jeff Ross announced their departures within 10 minutes of each other. Uh, Garvin revealed he'd actually departed the studio over a year ago, shortly after Days Gone had shipped. Mm. Um, mm. Both been in the company since the mid-90s. Garvin, of course, uh, creative director on almost every Siphon Filter game, while Ross, um, who did also work on the Siphon Filter games, he directed Uncharted Golden Abyss on the on the yeah. PlayStation Vita, which was a really good game. I'm sad about it. I really love John Garvin's work. I'm a big fan of Siphon. God, we need a new Siphon Filter. Um, Seriously, or any thriller that's just not supernatural, just a just a thr- just an action thriller, please. Do you know what I want to see? I want to see a renaissance, a big boom for the espionage thriller so spy genre. God, we need it. 
It's, it's so untapped. It's ridiculous. It's it's mental. It's and it was in the new Black Ops, by the way. Yeah, you, you talked exactly. about it. I'll mirror and so those did comments. You. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, there's bits in the new Black Ops Cold War. You're creeping around Berlin. You know, you got to meet uh, your contact in a bar, and they've got a blue umbrella. Yeah. You know, you've got a little microphone hidden in a pack of cigarettes. You're listening in on people on the other table. It's brilliant. Like, it's like you said to paraphrase what you said in your review. It's mad that we're going to call duty for our espionage thrills. I don't know how to take it, man. It's it's like it's yeah. bittersweet. It's like, well, on the one hand, it's brilliant because I'm getting mm-hmm. them, and they are good. It's made by talented people. You know, yeah. load of talented studios make Call of Duty. I, I admire their hard work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but at the same time, yeah, it's it's the double edge of like, oh, yeah, but I have to go to Call of Duty to get some, some cool spy stuff. Like, come on. <laughs> but look, you know, everything's fine because we're getting Bond from IO. So, yes, everything's fine because of that. Yes. No um, pressure, I hope, but it better be, better be bloody good. Better be bloody good. Uh, mm. No, by the way, uh, Garvin and Ross, it didn't give any reason. Um, Garvin said he's focusing on personal projects, including writing, painting, uh, mm. and publishing, and taking a break from the games industry, while Ross apparently intends to relocate to Chicago, or Chi-Town, as I like to call How it. How nice would it be just to say, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to oh, do what I want for a I bit. Know, I know. I, <laughs> I wish know. I had that luxury. It'd be great. That, it would be quite. It would be quite good. I mm. did technically do that because I took a gap year, but I just had to work. <laughs> See, I wasn't allowed to take a gap year because my parents feared that I would just squander it. Never. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, yeah. Nothing. But my my mum was worried that if I took a gap year, I'd just never end up going to uni. And I kept telling her, I was like, mum. I work in a fucking call centre. Like, uh, I'm definitely going to uni in September. Mm. Chill out. And she, but she, in the end, I remind her about that sometimes. I'm like, do you remember when you thought I wasn't going to go? Yeah. But anyway, I just <laughs> look worked. at you now. Well, look at me now. I'm in loads <laughs> of debt. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, Neil Druckmann, co-president of Naughty Dog. Now, don't mm. worry about it. Little, yeah. little, little promotion. A promo. Mm. Uh, it's funny how it's funny how the shortened version of that word tends to mean things like competitions and giveaways more than it does an abbreviation of the word promotion meaning a job advancement. Do you that's know what I mean? true. Like yeah, you can't you can't say promo and mean a work promotion really. Doesn't no. really No, anyway. it doesn't work. He's been promoted. Co-president Alison Morey and Christian Gerling uh, have moved up into Druckmann's former role as vice presidents of the studio. So, you mm. know, Good on Druckmann. No word on what Naughty Dog are doing next, but we wait with bated breath. God, imagine if Naughty Dog did a spy thing. Oof. I want every developer to turn their hand to a spy thing. <laughs> I know, just to see every developer's take, yeah. like Nintendo. I want to see all the takes. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I want to see Obsidian have another go at Alpha Protocol. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Get get Rare back on GoldenEye, but get, get I don't know, David Doak and that lot back in. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. You know, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do, do it, I mean, everyone. Do, get on we'll it. buy it. You've got two sales right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you got my money on day one. Mm. Uh, delay news. Fahrenheit 15th anniversary edition. Delayed until early 2021. Yeah, yeah. I can wait. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. Last minute manufacturing reasons. As my a friend of mine pointed out, they'd have to call it the 16th anniversary edition. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they will. I don't know if that's happened before, but that's really funny. Um, also, Sounds of Time remake uh, reportedly delayed till March. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, good on them. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. What else we got here? We got some exciting stuff. Oh, Halo Infinite scheduled for fall 2021. Which is, it did surprise me. I'm not complaining because they got to get it right and fair play to yeah. them. But, yeah. you know, fall, I was like, oh, wow, that's that's basically a year from when it was supposed to, it was supposed to be fall this year, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was supposed, well, supposed to be a launch title, right? Well, yeah. The Series abs- X. Supposed to be a launch title, yeah. Well, and before, um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it was always going to be, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they're taking their time with it. And it sounds like they're kind of addressing any concerns that people have and taking that on board. and It's true. And I think as well, yeah. whilst I personally, um, I thought it looked really lovely, I, I really love the art direction of that. I, yeah. I do, I, I'm not going to dismiss people that are like, yeah, but it looks, the f- like, in terms of graphical fidelity, it, it, you know, it does not look like a, like a next-gen game. And in part... You know, I kind of want to respond. Yeah, well, it's not really an you know, it's 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 an Xbox One game effectively that's also yeah. happens to be coming out. But I do feel like you know, well, fair play to the people that did have a problem because there was a, a statement by um, uh, the oh goodness gracious me, I'm going to forget the poor chap's name. Um, bear with me just a moment. <laughs> what is his name? Joseph Stanton. Well, you can't oh, blame Stanton. me because, yeah, it is Joseph Stanton. But if you remember, they've gone through a number of creative directors for Halo Infinite. I think the three or Joe Stanton might be the third or fourth. Do you remember? Right. They keep, uh, they no, keep going. I think maybe the third. He came in recently. But anyway, yeah, he, he said that um, we needed more time to do things right. And he said much of the feedback we heard from the community aligned with our own views and work that we were already committed to doing around like things like indirect lighting, material response, foliage, tree rendering, clouds, level of detail, transitions and character fidelity. But he said the feedback was humbling and it pushed us uh, to look at additional options. I mean, fair play, you know, you, you want to, you want to get it right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll just about do you for the news gun. Um, Oh, that's a, um, streamlined news yeah. update this week. Well, this is the advantage. See, you complain about the gun being fired at your head, but I, I like to say, well, you know, it's news at high velocity, you know? It's like a six-shooter this week. Fanning the hammer. Yeah, mm, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, do you know what? There is one. <laughs> this is kind of intriguing. I will read this one. Uh, Bandai Namco and Ardman Animation um, mm-hmm. partnership on a new IP. If you remember, they previously got together for Eleven Eleven Memories Retold. Yeah, yeah, which, which we is... wanted to review but couldn't. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I forgot about that. Yeah, mm, ridiculous. That was. No, that, let's not go into that, eh? No, but let's. Ludicrous. We're gonna we're gonna leave that. Um, mm. But it looked, you know, we played it, didn't we? And it was cool. Yeah. It was a painting sort of movie. It looked like pointillism, like a very shivery, dotty watercolor painting. Yeah, sort of movie. painted with broad strokes. <laughs> a bit like um, Bob Ross painting World War One. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Bob Ross getting painting World War One. Plug a controller in, and you've got yourself eleven eleven memories retold. Yeah, here's a happy little German in a happy trench. Li- here's a happy little German. Happy, happy little, little German. with a happy little rifle. Happy little rifle in his head, yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd love to see Bob Ross turn his hand to just depictions of savage warfare. Yeah. Uh, that would be brilliant. That. That's my one issue with Bob Ross. I love him. He's brilliant. But yeah. his subject matter. Didn't vary a whole lot, did it's it? It's a bit, it's a bit soft. Yeah, no, I hear you. Mm. I hear you. Yeah, it was all sort of nature and skies and trees and stuff. What yeah. he should have done is some sort of study of I don't know, Goya's images of war. It, yeah, you know, Goya or Saturn eating his son or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it would have been good. Anyway, good old Bob Ross. Uh, mm. 
I think it's about time that you got bloody quizzical uh, with oh, Matt yeah. from upstairs. Yeah, get him. Bring him on. All right, bear with me, and we shall we shall summon. Okay, all right, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is, and if you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and yep. I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like draws. Quizness time. Quizzical time. Mm. It's time for the mm. quiz. It's the Where Am I quiz. We do it every week. It's always exciting. Everyone bloody loves it. You love it. You won last week, didn't you, Rich? No. Uh, was oh, no, famously. <laughs> no, Matt, was Matt, Matt won. I didn't. And what was it? Because Matt worried that he thought you were going to get it. Yeah, but then actually, yeah, that's right. We both stopped up, at the same time. The when you, you, yes. you, you did your best clue, it was obvious. Rich then got there in <laughs> first and I went, well, what he's only was, got this, isn't he? <laughs> what happened was I threw the results. I knew that Matt was off on holiday. So I thought, I'll give him a nice little... <laughs> I'll let him go know, away. Parting, parting yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Parting gift. Yeah, little, well, did, you know, little did you know, Rich, I'd have other good news. Now you're regretting it, aren't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. Are we allowed to announce your good news? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Matt's got engaged, everyone. Oh, yeah. Congratulations shit. to Matt. Yeah. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely little getaway in uh, Norfolk. Yes, it was very nice. Uh, very yeah, nice. just, just yeah, very, you know, very COVID friendly. We were just in a little Airbnb by ourselves. And yeah, very nice and chill. Lovely nice. stuff. Lovely. So yeah, I'm, uh, I am proposing that we get quizzical and engage uh, in <laughs> quiz-based combat. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I can't, I can't better that. To be honest, <laughs> no. I'll have to just. All right. Well, without any further ado, then clue number one. Uh, I'm perfect for fans of Latin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a little bit weird, a little mm, bit different. So. Stop. That, I'd be really annoyed if you get it on clue number one. Rich Walker. Is it? Is it Rome from Rise, Son oh, of Rome? That's a good. It's not, but I it's fair play because yeah, Stop. no, it works. It works. Uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it Prague from Deus Ex? Uh, no. Why? Well, is, de- is is Deus Ex not Latin? <laughs> Oh, oh, right, of course, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, yeah, I was like, have yeah. I been really dumb there? <laughs> no, yeah, I was, I was sort of thinking to myself, because it's funny, I went the other way around. I was like, well, Prague's not in the, uh, <laughs> not in the, 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 the passion languages. Like, it's a Germanic thing, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That makes course, me think yeah. that the game isn't hasn't got Latin in the title. Hmm. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> uh, clue number two. I have something for everyone. Uh, music and theatre lovers... Artists, scientists, and sports fans. Hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Bit different. These are thinkers. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, clue number three. I uh, I got a bad rap in the press. Uh, rather unfairly got a bad rap in the press. Oh. <clears throat> clue number four. Right. Uh, my most recent appearance in a video game. Uh, was in 2016, and I have appeared uh, in f- four video games in total. 2016. My first. I tell you what. I'll Ooh. add on. Add on to the end of that. I won't give you the middle ones, but I will also say my first appearance in a video game uh, was in 2006. Oh, it's one of these, isn't it? <laughs> one of these dodgy clues. <laughs> Where it appeared, I don't know, in like a newspaper cutting you collect in the 2006 <laughs> version or something. 
Uh, clue number five. Uh, I'm best suited for those who like to grab life by the horns. Oh, it's got horns in it. He's got yeah. It's it's got horns. Ah, uh, is it? Bull was a bull. Maybe. Oh dear. Clue number six. Uh, do be careful when you visit, because it can be pretty dog eat dog here. Oh. F- <laughs> This is very annoying. What's this going to be? It's dogs. That game that has dogs with horns in it. Yeah, horny dogs. You know the one. You're on about horny dogs. <laughs> um, Stop. Is uh, it oh, Rich Walker. Is it the Coliseum from Horny Dogs? <laughs> no, incorrect. Good guess, though. Good guess. <laughs> Thanks. Underrated video game. Yeah, very much 2016's so. Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. On, on Rich's personal list, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, last stop. clue. Oh, stop. Oh, Rich Walker. Is it Sapienza from Hitman? Uh, no, but it actually works on like a number of. It doesn't work on all the clues, but it works on like a no. number of the clues. Yeah. First yeah. appearance in two thousand six. Not so much. No, that's true. They're they're scientists. There are. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, actually, he's done it on scientists. Mm. So fair enough to him. Uh, oh, and uh, what was the other one? What was the other? One? I prepared, prepared a little seventh. Ooh, uh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay, okay, clue. Okay. But where Bonus clue. did I write it down, though? Or did I just commit it to memory? <laughs> yeah, I remember then that. Actually I remember just that. Fa- I remember that. Oh, no, here yeah. it is. Uh, I have produced a number of scholars. Oh, I don't know stop. what this is. Rich Walker. Is it Ancient Greece from Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Another good guess. It's not, though. And actually, that works... With, like, a few of the clips, but it's actually yeah, it not does. that. No. But 2006 don't work, does it? No, well, no, yeah, that's pretty crucial. 2006, 2006. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bugging me. <clears throat> Nothing counts, because 2007 was the big year, wasn't it? That was the one where all the games came out. True. Yeah. Nothing came true, out in 2006, true. as far as I know. <laughs> Nothing I can think of. I'm um, perfect for fans of Latin. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's a sneaky one. Okay. Latin, Latin, Latin. I'll tell you Latin. what, right? Let me add some spice to that clue. Okay. Perfect perfect for fans of Latin, but classic Latin, people forget it after they've learned it. That's actually a, that's a sexy little addition, that. Is and it? that'll make sense when is I it? give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is going to be... Uh, I mean, I, I would argue that it's not sexy enough, because <laughs> me and Matt are still stumped. Uh, I think I'm fairly confident, fairly confident that you've both played and enjoyed this game. Because I'm the 2016 one or the 2006 one? Oh. I'm fairly confident we've discussed it in the office, but that's oh. you know, that, that's no good to the listeners because they weren't in the office, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we know of, yeah. anyway, you know, in this, in this Just modern a brief- world. Well, you never know, you know. Yeah. Uh, we live, you know, we live in a in a surveillance state that could be listening in. Yeah. We never know who's listening in. Um, uh, I'll quickly run through... Oh, Rich Walker. Is it Los Santos from... Grand Theft Auto Five? No, but but uh, I I see what you. Well, I think that was two thousand five, mm. actually. Because yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm well, just, well, actually, mm. that would be the Los Santos from San Andreas, whereas you said two thousand four. Two thousand four, but you San said from Andreas, GTA right. Five as well, so that would be two thousand thirteen. Yeah, so yeah, the dates don't work. Oh, what if I'm talking about um, the <laughs> remake of GTA Five, which was twenty sixteen, right? That works. Uh, twenty fourteen, I think. No. Do you mean? Do you just mean the PS4 version? Really? Yeah. yeah they they I mean, got yeah. that out pretty quick. Yeah, it was like the next. Did they year. really? Oh 
Wow. Um, I'm getting really. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting. I keep thinking about real world <clears throat> places because all of this sounds like it could be like a city or something like that. But I'm fairly certain yeah, that every actually. major city would have been included in a game before 2006. That's okay, what's bugging right. me. Let me. I'll go through the clues one more time, yeah. and then I kind of got to give it away. Yeah, that's fine. No. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, perfect for fans of Latin, but yeah. c- classic Latin, you forget it after you've learned it. Uh, I've something for everyone. Uh, music and theatre lovers, sports fans, artists, scientists. I rather unfairly got a bad rap in the press. <clears throat> um, better suited for those who like to grab life by the horns. Oh, My most this? recent appearance in a video game was 2016. Um, I've appeared in four uh, video games in total. My first appearance was in 2006. Um, do be careful uh, when you arrive, because I can be pretty dog-eat-dog. Um, and final clue, spicy clue, uh, I have produced a number of scholars. I don't think I'm going to be able to get this. And it's gonna, I, I think it is something that I know. Okay, well, if, you know... Oh, Rich Walker. Stop, stop, stop. Is it... I don't know El Dorado from Uncharted series. Two thousand six. Didn't the Uncharted series start in two thousand six or was that two thousand seven as well? Two thousand seven or eight? I yeah, think. it was. Seven. Wasn't it? Seven. Bugger. Anyway, uh, this week's winner is one of the listeners. If they come forward to claim it, the correct answer I am looking for no. is Stop. Bullworth <laughs> Academy from the game Stop. Bully. It's Bullworth oh. Academy from Bully. <laughs> Canum <laughs> edit is Latin, right? And it means dog eat dog. Canis Canum edit. Yes. Yeah. 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 Perfect hell. for fans of Latin, but you tend to forget it. You've done it that before. Uh, have I? I'm sure you've done Bullworth Academy before. I don't think so. It probably just seems like one of those ones. Oh, where I it's think it's so been big. guessed quite a lot. Mm. I feel like. Yeah. People. I think it's one of those ones where you guys say it and then I go, I should really do that one once yeah. in time. <laughs> Because well, when I struggle uh, you know for ideas, you guys often guess really interesting things. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I should do that. Well, the listeners, I, I reckon they'd remember if we've done it before. So I want to hear from them. <laughs> Come on in. But uh, you don't want to hear from them claiming to win. That's the thing. Yeah. They haven't won, no. but they can tell How us. It'd be really embarrassing if like, if I did do it before and Rich got it that time, but didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, you did the exact same clues believe. somehow. I can't yeah, believe so. I didn't get that. So hold on, 2016, what's that? Well, if you would only wait, I always <laughs> go through the clues. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, perfect for fans of Latin, of course, in the UK. Yeah. It's Canis Canum Edit. Yeah, still got uh, that. Also, the other clue, which is that I can be pretty dog-eat-dog, because that's what yeah. Canis Canum Edit means. Very good, very good. Yeah. I have something for everyone, is, is in reference to the various classes that you can do. Music and theatre lovers, sports fans, artists and scientists. Alien autopsy. Um, Uh, I rather unfairly got a bad rap in the press. I mean, that's just true. A lot of people thought it was like it was a bullying simulator, wasn't it? To the point where they had to change the name almost because people misunderstood what that game actually was. Um, Better suited for those who like to grab life by the horns, obviously because it's bull, and also the sports teams called the Bullworth Bullhorns. Uh, Most recent appearance in a video game was in 2016, which was the uh, iOS edition of Bully. Oh, oh okay. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't aware of this. That's <laughs> the clue that tripped me up. First, I got it otherwise. Well, you didn't get 2006, did you? You fucked it on that. So I first appearance in 2006, and then uh, there were two other appearances. One appearance uh, for which chimes with another clue. I've produced a number of scholars. Bully Scholarship Edition, 
Yep. Uh, in, two, on, in 2008. On the Wii? Uh, on the Wii and on the 360. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, it was also, you could see it on TV in GTA 4 uh, on the show I'm Rich. There was someone who, who uh, their son went to Bullworth Academy and it included uh, exterior shots of Bullworth Academy, which, intriguingly, for Rockstar fans, carries with it the confirmation that Bully takes place in the HD universe rather than the 3D universe. That's interesting. Bullworth, as like Rockstar's take on New England and Boston, um, or at least just Massachusetts, uh, it was always in the Rockstar universe, but it was just never like confirmed. But yeah, just a weird little foible. So, I, I, you know, the, As you break down these cue, uh, clues, I can't believe I didn't get it. I'm, I I'm can't really believe you didn't get. It. I myself. thought I was well sure you were, especially grab this, life by the horns. Like, yeah, yeah, this is like manhunt all over again. <laughs> oh <laughs> god, city, and it's yeah, like yeah. Camarocho. Yeah. Did you not that, get that Camarocho one time? No, no, it's embarrassing. I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry I brought it up. Anyway, well done to you both. Thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. Well done to any listeners. <laughs> what do you mean, well done. Forward. We didn't get it. Well, you had a good, had some good guesses, you know. You still, yeah. still also, just well, well done in general, you know. It's life, life you know I'm, ashamed, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of myself, Josh. I, <laughs> well, I can't live this down. I'm afraid you'll have to live with the shame for another week, and then maybe next week, if you win one, then you'll feel better. This is when Rich spins off from this podcast now to create his own called I'm Rich. I'm Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good, that. Yeah. This anyway, might be the worst episode I've ever done, Josh. This is the worst episode <laughs> of the podcast. I'm fairly sure I farted on the soundtrack earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I, got, and I got the thing wrong yeah. with all those clues. Well, uh, it's, it's funny because, yeah, but, you know, you, you're, in, you're in a chipper place. You've had your coffee. You, you're, in, you're in high spirits otherwise. You're farting, obviously, but that's, it's all, you know, it's all an act. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's collateral. It's all an act. It's all, I'm, I'm the mask has slipped. Up. This is the final straw. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this, this quiz is broken. Oh dear. Well, anyway, there's always well next week. To always next week. Whoever. True. There's yeah, always yeah. next week. Yeah. Always look, look to the here. future. I might not be here next week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I really, why? What are you doing? <laughs> hey. What are you doing? I'm retiring. Why? I think you, I'm. You I can't quit. retire. You're not allowed my job. to retire. I quit the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely <I'm done>. not. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this is hearing about it. Announcing it live on air. And, uh, well, if Dan wants to know why I'm leaving, it's Josh's fault. It's right. Josh's quiz. Got Fair it. play. Got and, it. and that's on yeah. record. He'll be listening to this. And so may <laughs> many of the listeners, uh, whom we are just about to hear from uh, with our questions. Mm. But thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. Thank you, guys. Uh, cheers, Matt. Cheers. Sorry we sir. couldn't uh, work together on it. You know, It's all right. It's all right. It's a shame. You don't normally say that, Rich, when you win, though. So that's <laughs> true. <laughs> no, I gloat, don't I? <laughs> yes, very much so. But so do I. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, well, it's fun. You gotta have a glow. You gotta have a glow. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Anyway, anyway. Thank you to you both. Time mm-hmm. to hear from the listeners. Mm, indeed. Ty the Tasmanian Tigers coming back. Coming back. Coming back. Ty the Tasmanian Tigers coming back. Coming back. Ty is back. Ty's coming back. Ty is back. He's back. I'm pumped because I love Ty. Ty was my your guy. He was my guy. Mm. He had big red shorts. Yeah. He was fighting the Tasmanian Tiger. Oh yeah. Did he have a tood? He had a root tood. He had a root tood. <laughs> yeah. And he had a boomerang. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. First one here from Matt. Well, it's Matthew. So I've said Matt, but Matthew Kelly. I don't know what. <laughs> no, not Matthew Kelly. No, Matthew no. Rogers. Okay. 
or Matt Rogers. Who knows? Who bloody what, knows? What's he? What's he said? His name is. Well, it's down. I think it was an email. So and it and it uh. obviously just had his email address. It, oh wow! Oh no, he said at the end what it is. It's Matty. Oh, there you go then, Matty Rogers. Matty Rogers. Yeah. Uh, he says, "All right, lads. Uh, first time writing in. Uh, discovered the podcast at the start of lockdown." Binged a sizable catalogue to get me up to date. Uh, so thank you for making my late shifts more bearable. And I've been tuned in every week since. Have Fair you um, charted the uh, decline of the quality of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, when I joined, just the the absolute yeah. sky skyrocket back up yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. to its earlier, uh, you know, zenith. Sure. Um, he says... <laughs> Both good words, meaning, <laughs> you know, opposite things. But, yeah, yeah. you know, my use of it was correct. Whereas, uh, uh, anyway, he says, my question is about a noise. And then he says, I waffle a bit beforehand. Um, okay. Goes in the last pod, although this question was sent last week, so it's a couple of pods ago. Uh, you both talked about startup noises for like the PS1 and the PS2. And mm. this, this got me thinking about PS4. I've used the PS4 almost every day for like six years, but I don't have the emotional attachment to it like I did the earlier consoles. Um, prob- probably bitterness with age, he says. Um, and then he says, however, there's a noise. Yeah. And he said, me and my uh, fiance talked about when we feel most at home. And we both decided on the same thing. Whether it's been a hard day or we've been travelling, we're only really home when one of us hits the home button on the PS4 and you get the little beep. And he said, that PS4 beep, uh, small as it is, is it's like my new PS2 startup. Whenever you get home... right. That beep is what does it. And he says, the beep "My question." Turning on the the DualShock Four, I take it. In, indeed. Well, it, we, yeah. yeah, it's emitted from the console, but yeah, yeah, when you touch the thing, and it's the same beep if you touch the power button. Uh, but he True. says, "My question: Is there anything really small uh, and almost significant about your favourite gaming uh, habit slash console uh, that gives you that emotional attachment?" And then he says, "I'll be on to the Series X when the scalpers finally obtain a moral compass, uh, and that beep will be the thing I miss most about last gen. Keep up the mm. good work, Matty from County Durham, where fuck all happens." He says, um, <laughs> "Well, that's not true. First Your console all, beeps on. That's something. Yeah, the console beeps mm. going on in County Durham. So fair mm. play to him. I'd say, uh, first of all, thank you very much. Uh, lovely comments. Yeah. Cheers. And then I'd say, PS5's got the beep." It's got the same, same beat. Oh, yeah, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, if it's if you're going to miss that about last gen, think about a PlayStation 5, you can keep the beep. It's um, got a lovely start-up thing with those lovely it's sparkly particles. It's got a particles. gorgeous, gorgeous mm. start-up. It, in fact, it was one of the things that was sl- it's just a little boring about the PS4. The start-up was just fine. Yeah. Um, but the PS5 one is a little bit sexy. So, I don't know, a little bit of information for you there, Matty. The beep is there. Uh, but, yeah, also Series X... Good, uh, does Series X what start up does this because does it do the little um, Xbox orb noise? When it's, it has the little no, it has the Xbox logo, doesn't it? And it does a I don't know, you know, because I keep it in standby all the time, so it's only yeah. done it once and I yeah. can't remember what it was. Oh, it's well. been it's been a month since it came out, uh, isn't that crazy? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. What was it? Yeah. The, what was it? The uh, 20th of November. Oh, the Xbox, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Um, I haven't heard it for a month, so I can't remember. <laughs> this from Michael, uh, in case my other question got lost. Don't know what question he means, though, because I got all the questions. Anyway, 
Let me know what your other question was. It, it might have been lost, Josh. <laughs> Unless it was lost. In which case, you know, repeat it if you would. And then I'll, mm. you know, I'll put it in. Uh, where are all the console reviews for Cyberpunk? What kind of shady nonsense is this? Well, yeah, um, so this was the one I was sort of saying earlier. Like, they, they went, code went out on PC first. Um, and then, obviously, you know, patches and such the like. And console code was... I presume, and it is a presumption, that it's because when it's with things like patches... It's easier and quicker to do that on PC, whereas on consoles, like, I think they're a little bit more stringent, like Sony has to approve and greenlight every single patch that goes out, likewise Microsoft. I think it's just a little quicker on PC, like the pipeline is a little quicker. What Um, I found odd, though, is that, you know, some of those retail copies got out early. Oh, yeah. I'd seen people tweeting that the patch was live and they were downloading the patch and there's photographic evidence of them loading the patch and we were still waiting for code for a couple of days after that. Oh. So I, yeah. don't, I, I don't really understand what, what happened. Um, yeah. Don't know. Yeah, don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. I mean, ideally you want it a couple of weeks in advance so you can really immerse yourself in it. You're not going to see console reviews for a long time. And if you do see one like tomorrow... Uh, you can assume that they've probably not played much of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. This is true. But yeah, give them, give them, give them some time, and and they'll mm. they'll they'll turn up. I mean, but I'm sure yeah. the P, the PC ones are perfectly reliable. Um, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. I like this one. Uh, in fact, this is the last one because we run over a little bit, and uh, I'll I'll read the other questions. Got another question. I'll save that one for next week. But I like this one. I like it in part. Because it's mm-hmm. from a from someone called Jonathan Tipper, which reminds me of Harry Tipper. Harry Tipper, yeah, yeah. of course, from the Time Splitters games. Absolutely. And he yeah. says, uh, hi, chaps. Uh, hello. Hello. He says, returning uh, listener. He says listener, which I don't approve of. Um, yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Listeners, I, mate. Listeners, uh, Jonathan. <laughs> get, get a little, little tipper for you there. Mm. Uh was a fan in the Simon Miller era, he says. Uh, oh, okay. And he said, only just came out recently to podcasts in general, so uh, listening to old ones and new. Uh, keep up the great work. Josh and Richard, name a better duo. I'll wait. Ah, oh, that's really nice. Lovely stuff. Thank you Thanks, very much, man. Jonathan. That's, that's especially nice because nice he was a fan during the Simon Miller era, which many <laughs> yeah. would say is the kind of the ha- halcyon days of... The video game of podcast, right? Yeah, well, probably the early Josh Wise era. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. But, I yeah, mean, before yeah. that, it, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then he says, question for you. Uh, what's your film of 2020? Uh, tough one, because obviously not a lot's been released this year due to the pandemic, so slim pickings. And then he says, mine is Parasite, which I know you both liked. Uh, yeah, it's funny, brilliant. It's funny, because this is the other thing, because earlier we were talking about um, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, but closely followed by a horror called Saint Maud which came to cinemas oh. bef- just before the second lockdown. It came to cinemas. Uh, and he also says, and The Invisible Man would highly recommend both. Yeah, uh, I've seen neither one. I really wanted to say, I remember Invisible Man uh, coming out. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, oh, that looks really cool, that. Um, and uh, St. Maud, I've got some good horrors on my list, courtesy of Richmond. Uh, mm. And I would put Suspiria out there. Although I would say, I think Parasite was last year, wasn't it? 
Uh, yeah, it won the Oscar, didn't it? Yeah, it was 2019, um, I think. But, I've had a recommendation yeah. off a friend that The Witch, you should watch, The Witch is very good. Oh, it's, it's terrific. Uh, it's absolutely Eggers, terrific. Yeah. Mr. Eggers of Lighthouse fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, yeah, or of The Witch fame, I guess, because it was yeah. first. Well, yeah, it was first. But yeah, I haven't seen The Witch yet, but it's been recommended to me terrific. many times. Really, really good really? film. Okay. Really All good right. film. It's actually ridiculous how good The Witch is. For I think it was his yeah. first... Robert Eggers' debut. I have a feeling he's done like three movies. It, by the way, if you watch The Witch and you watch The Lighthouse, watch them in the knowledge that he's working on a, 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 a version of Nosferatu, and that'll get Is you really? excited. Yeah, oh, I'm wow. so excited for that. Um, in terms of just films I've seen this year, that's tough, because uh, I, I thought Suspiria, the remake of Suspiria was terrific. Um mm. But I've also watched some some pretty bloody good films this year. Yeah, uh, I, I think don't know. lockdown's been a good opportunity to catch up on some some flicks. Yeah, <laughs> it has. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I watched The Equalizer. That wasn't, you know, I thought I, it was alright. I, I I I thought this. I, when I watched it, I was like, this is like probably for me anyway, just like a, a little bit better, and certainly mm. a more grounded uh, version of like John Wick it's basically the same yeah. movie um, but kind just of. but one with Denzel and the other with you know <clears throat> but except he always takes out a stopwatch before he batters everyone yeah yeah I like that, <laughs> who's, that? who's better though who's better Denzel Washington or Edward, Edward Woodward. Woodward Edward Woodward Edward Woodward yeah, yeah <laughs> why didn't yeah. they use Stuart Copeland's brilliant theme as well yeah it's a bit weird isn't it what, what it are they thinking weird. I don't know I don't <laughs> Oh, and also I watched Jurassic Park three the other week. That was great. That was bloody great. Yeah, you did. You mentioned that. Yeah, I did mention <laughs> That's that. That's really but, you know. living on in your memory, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bloody good film. Mm. It's. I shouldn't go mental on it. It's not. A, it's not a great movie. It's just. It stands out now because it's ninety minutes. Oh well, I won't talk about that again. Um, but yeah, <laughs> whenever anyone asks me what my good movies are for that year, my mind just goes blank. It's really annoying. Um, right. But there's some good ones. Get get on Suspiria. Although I think again mm. that was 2018. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll um, and I'll echo Train to Busan again, which I'm pretty sure was like 2016 or 17. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But All it's right. great. It's great. If you've if you've not watched it yet, get get it watched, mate. Get on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Indeed. think that'll just about do us. Um, thanks as ever to Andy B, Adam Cook, Colin Mahone for the jingle stingles. Uh, mm-hmm. Stay off Instagram and Snapchat. Don't waste get, your time. Get yourself on Twitter. At yeah. videogamer.com, at richiew 2 at Joshy Wise. Email podcast at videogamer.com. Love a little email question because mm. people ramble, but sort of delightfully, you know? Yeah. Uh, videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. Mm-hmm. I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah. All, all the uh, admin done. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Right. I'm going to. I'm going to... Uh, actually, I need a bite to eat. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to go and get a bite to eat. Uh, what, and then what? you're going to go off and be a blooming corpo rat again, aren't you? Corpo, well, I'm never not a corpo rat, really. True, true. But I'll continue that. But anyway, yes. It's goodbye towing for me, goodbye. The, towing the corporate line. Towing Sorry. the corpo rat line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, goodbye for me, goodbye. Goodbye from Rich. See you. See ya. Bye. <laughs>